Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that keeps you healthy and helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. My name is Irene Cook, and I am here today to hopefully keep you healthy. And today's topic is one that I'm sure will perk your ears up because it's one that sort of resonates beneath us and the media um, these last few weeks, and that is staying healthy, keeping healthy and keeping the flu bug away. So before we get all crazy on how to keep those germs away, I thought let's attack the flu by not getting the flu to begin with. And how can you not get the flu um, in the first place is by boosting your immune system. So if you don't know what your immune system is, it is the system that you have in your body that helps you fight off diseases. It keeps you from getting sick um, to begin with. Um, so how can you improve your immune system? On the whole, your immune system does a remarkable job of defending you against disease-causing micro organisms. But sometimes it can fail. A germ can invade uh, you successfully and it will make you sick. It's possible to intervene in this process and boost your immune system uh, successfully so that you don't get as sick. So how can you do this? Um, well, you can take certain vitamins, of course. You can make lifestyle changes, indeed. And you can make wholehearted immune response changes that could actually keep you from getting sick. So what can you do to improve this immune system? Well, the, in the idea of boosting your immunity is very enticing, I know. But the ability to do this has proved elusive for several reasons. The immune system is precisely that. It's a system. It's not a single entity. To function well, it requires balance and harmony. There is still much research that we don't know and understand about the immune system. So for now, there is no scientifically proven and direct line in how to enhance immune function. But there are a lot of ways that we do and understand how and, and why we can improve the function of the immune system. And clearly, as a health coach and a nutritional coach, um, I'm going to push uh, the lifestyle forces on how to do this. Now, as a healthy person, and, and I'm going to knock on some wood, hang on, because um, I typically don't get sick. Um, since I've turned uh, to a healthier lifestyle, 
I very rarely get sick. I might get a little cold here and there, but it usually will blow over. Um, I've been at this healthy eating and exercise thing for decades now. Um, and I can tell you that when I do get sick, I usually will kick it to the, to the wayside relatively fast. I attribute this to the lifestyle that I lead. I attribute this to the types of foods that I eat and the the exercise um, that I incorporate into my life. Now, you don't have to go all crazy about this. And I know right now with with this this coronavirus that's going on in the in the world, people are freaking out and and wanting to um, stay as as germ free as possible. But for future, and and I'm talking future flu, future colds, starting with being proactive and choosing a healthier lifestyle, in general, good health guidelines is the single best step that you could take toward naturally keeping your immune system strong and healthy. So every part of your body, including your immune system, functions better when protected from environmental assaults. And having these healthy living strategies um, is going to certainly help. So first things, don't smoke. Um, Obviously, inhaling, uh, whether you're vaping or you're smoking, um, you're putting toxins into your body. Um, People that are smokers are known to have a generally lower immune system than someone that doesn't smoke. Um, Eating a high... uh, diet with high fruits and vegetables um, is going to give you uh, a substantial amount of nutrients, um, minerals, and vitamins that is going to also aid in an immunity-boosting system. Exercising regularly, and those two are going to go hand-in-hand in in maintaining a regular healthy weight. Um, Getting adequate sleep is going to help because it's going to help with your productivity and your brain function. And of course, taking steps to avoid infection, such as washing your hands frequently and cooking foods appropriately to avoid certain bacteria. So I'm going to kind of go over a lot of these steps to kind of help you understand what things that you can do to help wholeheartedly with uh, with these, these things. Um, obviously, age also has a big impact on your immune system. So as you get older, your immune system tends to slow down. And this is why oftentimes um, our elderly community will um, have a more compromised um, immune system because they are older, but oftentimes their immune system is compromised because they aren't exercising as regularly. Um, They aren't getting the right types of nutrients in their diet and they're not taking the right steps to avoid uh, avoid infection. So, by incorporating all of these things into um, anybody's life, it's going to help and improve their overall health. So, increase immunity the healthy way. Well, if you go to the store, maybe not today, but if you go to the store, um, you will see on the shelves a ton of products that are are claimed to help boost your immunity and support immunity. But the concept of boosting immunity actually makes little sense scientifically. In fact, 
boosting the number of cells in your body, which are your immune cells, is not necessarily a good thing. For example, uh, athletes who engage in blood doping is what they call it, where they they actually pump blood into their systems to boost the number of blood cells to enhance their performance um, can be very harmful. Um, it, it can cause strokes within them, and it's actually illegal. Um, attempting to boost the cells in your immune system um, is especially complicated because there are so many different types of cells in your immune system that respond in so many different ways. So instead of doing something as crazy as that, or instead of doing something as crazy as buying a product that claims it's going to improve or boost uh, your immune system, scientists actually don't have any true evidence that that can claim or support that 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 this can actually happen. So back to this diet, like any fighting force, the immune system army marches in its stomach. Healthy immune system warriors need good, regular nourishment. So scientists have done a lot of research and have recognized that people who live in poverty situations are more vulnerable to infectious diseases. And they have tied this to the fact that they are not getting the right nutrients. So there's a lot of evidence that supports eating healthy, a well-rounded diet, is going to help improve your immune system. Now, let me just point out that right now, because we're in the midst of this chaotic flu, um, you can eat as many of these immune-boosting foods as you want. Uh, it's not going to miraculously keep you from getting sick overnight. This is a process that, that should be incorporated into your lifestyle, and it is something that will build up, and it takes some time for your immune system to get stronger. So the following foods are known to be powerhouse foods to help boost immunity naturally. This one is known by everybody, citrus, citrus fruits. We all know good old vitamin C um, that is going to help boost your immunity. Did you know, though, that red bell peppers also have amazing properties to help keep you from getting sick? I'm going to kind of ramble off some other ones. So get your notepad out and jot these down. Broccoli, garlic, ginger, spinach, yogurt, and almonds are also amongst the high immunity-boosting foods. Turmeric, that's one that you see on the shelves quite a bit now, is also a spice that you can incorporate into your foods. Just dash a little turmeric on um, on some of your uh, poultry or some of your steak or fish. Um, it does have a pleasant taste, but you can also buy turmeric uh, pills and take whatever the suggested dose is, which is going to help with your immunity. Green tea, papaya, kiwi loaded with vitamin C, uh, sunflower seeds is another high one, and believe it or not, shellfish. So these are all great ways to improve and add the right types of nutrients in to your diet to help boost your immune system. So like I said, don't rush out to the store and make yourself this big citrus shellfish turmeric salad, but be mindful 
and and start adding these things into your diet. So how else can you can you prevent the flu? Well, by adding boosting elements into your diet, but variety is also the proper uh, key to this. So eating just one of these foods won't be enough to help fight off the flu. Um, you need to eat them constantly. So like I said, don't just eat them when it's flu and cold season. I always see people popping these vitamin C tablets when they start feeling sick. This should be something that you do year round, much like brush, brushing your teeth. Um, you don't just start brushing your teeth when you feel a cavity coming on. Um, it is a preventative measure that you take year-round to keep you from getting tooth decay. So you need to kind of plug this into your regular regimen to help keep you from getting sick. So eating right is a great start. And there are other ways to help protect you and your family from the flu, colds, and other illnesses. So here are some other ways to help you. Um, washing your hands, of course. This is another one that's been all over the media. Um, I just recently went to Walmart, and this is probably no surprise to anybody um, who's who's following uh, the media right now, but you can't really find um, hand sanitizer anymore because everybody's on this craze to pick up hand sanitizer. Well, you can get the same effect by just simply washing your hands. Um, I have four children. Um, I've always instructed them to wash their hands, but as a former elementary school teacher, um, I take it to the next level. Running your hands under warm water or cold water is not enough to kill germs. What you need to do is tell your family, your kids, to run your hands under warm water Add soap, that's important, and scrub your hands or wash your hands gently for at least 20 seconds. Otherwise, running them under the, the sink briefly is not going to do anything except, you know, get your sink dirty and make your hands wet. So you need to incorporate that in with the hand washing routine. And then, of course, rinse them and then dry them. Um, you can certainly stock up on alcohol-based hand sanitizers for areas where sinks aren't available and you're out and about, but you certainly also need to know that washing your hands is very, very much more uh, important and keeping the alcohol-based hand sanitizers out of reach of children is is essential because there is alcohol in them. So since right now the world is out of hand sanitizers. I am going to share with you, and this will be on my blog. Um, I posted it on my Facebook page today, so get you fit, fitness and nutrition.com. I have a natural recipe for a homemade, do-it-yourself hand sanitizer. So I'm going to share that with you. Uh, and if you're just joining us right now, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP, and I am talking about keeping the germs away, and boosting your immune system for optimal health in the most healthiest way of all, and that's naturally. So to make your own hand sanitizer, it's actually really easy. Um, your kids will have so much fun doing this. You need one tablespoon of rubbing alcohol. You need one quarter cup of aloe vera gel, um, and this is usually found by the suntan lotion area. 
um, keep it on hand. It's really cheap. Just buy the generic stuff. Um, then if you have essential oils, you need about 10 drops of essential oil. And this is not mandatory, but it sure is fun and it adds some flavor and, and spice to your, to your hand sanitizer. Um, it gives it a nice scent. Um, then you just need about a, a quarter tablespoon, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but just a little bit of water. And then if you want to add some more essential oils to it, you can mix it all up and throw it in a disposable uh, container. And now you have your own hand sanitizer. So you don't need to run out to the store and spend a lot of money on hand sanitizer. You have it right here. It is the rubbing alcohol element that is killing the germs. Um, the essential oils are giving you a nice scent and the aloe vera gel is what's giving you a nice smooth uh, texture. So as you walk into the store, you might see also a big area that says support your weak immune system. Um, like I said earlier, you can't really support your weak immune system. Um, what you can do is strengthen the immune system that you already have. So all those herbal supplements that you might see on the shelves that claim they're going to boost your immune function, uh, please remember there is no scientific evidence that supports that this will occur. Go back to that healthy diet. Go back to the healthy eating. Um, best way to avoid the flu and cold is washing those hands and making sure that you keep your home and your areas clean. All right, so what about exercise? Of course, exercise is going to help with everything. Regular exercise is one of the pillars of healthy living. It improves cardiovascular health, it lowers your blood pressure, it helps control your healthy weight, and it helps with a variety of diseases. Um, it, it, it really does and has been known and proven to boost your immune system and it helps keep you healthy. But with this sudden rise of the flu, as a personal trainer, I've had more people ask me, should I avoid the gym? I mean, we're, we're being asked to stay home. We're being asked to avoid places of, of crowds. So what place contains a lot of germs? And this is correct. Gyms, working out at gyms, do contain a lot of germs. You are sitting down on benches. You are grabbing hand weights that other people um, have touched. And certainly, of course, you are putting yourself at a higher risk of germ exposure. But this is no higher of a risk that you're putting yourself in than grabbing the grocery cart at the store. I mean, you're grabbing a grocery cart that hundreds of other people have also grabbed. So put that into perspective. Um, when you are working out at the gym, take proper gym etiquette um, that'll help keep the germs away. Um, it's 2020. Uh, every gym that I've seen, at least in the last decade, has germ wipes. Um, it's, it's proper etiquette to wipe down the equipment after you've, you've used it. Um, there's spray bottles, there's sanitary wipes, there's um, towels. I've yet to see a gym that doesn't have these things. 
Um, so keep that in mind if you are uh, concerned about going to a gym. And certainly this season is no different than any other season with, with colds and with flus. And remember, the risks of working out, the risks of working out don't outweigh the benefits uh, by any means of, of, of getting sick. So you're going to do more damage by not working out um, than thinking that you're going you're gonna to save yourself from not going to the gym. Practicing good hand-washing hygiene and covering up all your cuts and your skin breaks and wearing shoes and wiping down the equipment, like I said, um, before use even. If you're not comfortable um, thinking that somebody didn't wipe it down before you sat down on the weight bench, then wipe it down before you sit down. Um, bottom line, while germs can be contracted at the gym, um, that doesn't mean that they can't be contracted anywhere. Um, we we don't live in a bubble, so you literally can't assume um, that you can't get sick anywhere. The risk of people uh, undertake just going to the gym are probably sometimes exaggerated because of one story that we might hear on the news. Um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen all of the time. Uh, like I said earlier, practicing good hygiene is really of the utmost importance. So one other topic that I want to kind of touch upon is, well, how how do you get sick? Um, my my mom still today will say to me, Irene, you're going to get sick. Put a jacket on. <laughs> so is that a wives' tale or is that true? I, I know that, that many of us grew up with that thought, you know, so does getting cold is cold a contributor to being sick? Well, there's been a ton of research on this. Um, scientists have actually put people in cold rooms. Um, they've, they've taken uh, subjects and they've gotten them wet, and they've actually put them outside in cold conditions to see if this is true. So every mother have said it, has said it, wear a jacket. You're going to catch a cold. Um, is she right? Well, well, here, here's the answer. Um, you are more susceptible to infection when your body reaches a certain temperature. So when your body gets cold, your internal body temperature drops to a certain temperature. Your immune system is weakened. Okay, the cold itself, the cold temperature itself is not what is making you get sick. So there's there's a difference there. So so being cold um, is is causing your immune system to become weakened. So let me let me explain this. If I go outside to walk my dog and I suit up, I put on my wool socks and I put on my wool gloves and I have my three jackets on. And if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. <laughs> and I have my hand warmers and my face is covered and my internal body temperature remains normal, then I am not putting myself at risk of being cold, right? So my immune system remains intact, all systems ago. It could be 50 degrees out. And I could go outside wearing shorts and I could get cold. And my internal body temperature could drop to under the normal 
limit. Therefore, my immune system is going to be compromised, putting me at a higher risk of getting a cold, getting the flu. If I'm exposed to a germ, whatever the germ is, at that point when my immune system is compromised, then I will most likely get sick. Um, This is the type of immunity breakdown that occurs in the older population. This occurs when you are stressed out. Um, People that are under tremendous amounts of stress um, have a compromised immune system. Um, I'm sure you can relate to this. Anytime you've gone through a stressful time, perhaps you can think back and go, oh, yes, that's right. That is when I was sick. And I can tell you this, I went my entire life um, without getting the chicken pox until I stumbled across a really stressful point in my life. And wouldn't you know it, that's when I started getting these little speckles across my body that I thought was initially just a bad breakout. Well, no, it was the it was the chicken pox. So stress is really, really, really um, a breakdown of, of your immune system. Um, so keep that in mind. Cold is much like that. I'm not telling you to go out running around in, in the cold, but I am telling you that you're putting yourself at a higher risk by not washing your hands, by not eating a healthy, well-rounded diet, and not being aware of all of the elements in your surroundings and putting yourself at a higher risk by doing those things than being outside in the cold. So keep these things in mind. Uh, Don't be fooled at the grocery store by thinking the word immune boost is something that you should purchase. Instead, buy yourself some citrus, buy yourself some garlic, load up on some spinach, and wash those hands. But when you wash the hands, Make sure that that water is running for at least 20 seconds. Make sure you are lathering up with some soap, rinse, and towel dry. And whatever you do, stay healthy and stay safe. Enjoy your day. Talking here and now, I'm talking here and now. It's not about.